Hey everyone, welcome to Road Trip to Bliss. My name is Lisa. I'm your driver and your host. And today I'm here with Anya Markovic. She's an intuitive coach. And Anya, it's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much for your time. And tell everybody all about you. That's what they're here for. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. It's a it's an honor to be here with you. Um gosh, my story. My story is <laughs> kind of so complex and <laughs> uh, never know where to start. But uh, honestly, since I was pretty much a child, I've always been into um, energy work and kind of surrounded in that realm of healers and uh, alternative kind of medicine. And I always loved it. I was always drawn to it. Um, the body always f fascinated me and, um, you know, just, I didn't know kind of where to go with it or what to do, but yeah, it was just always amazing to me. So, um, later on I went to massage school, uh, right after high school. And that was really interesting to me. I loved helping people, you know, feel good and with their bodies and like all the muscles and everything kind of made sense to me. But right after pretty much short time, I realized that the same people were coming with the same issues and always the same muscles kind of hurting them. Um, even though, you know, we worked at it and then, and they didn't even do anything to kind of re-injure themselves, so to speak. Mm. And so I'm like, there's so much more that has to be to, you know, to the body and the, what, what lies beneath it. So I got into integrative manual therapy, which is testing the body and listening to the body to kind of what it says to us. Um, whether it's different symptoms that we have, where is, is there a blockage is our lymphatic system or our digestive mm. system flowing properly? Um, you know, do we, uh, are we eating enough of the foods and are we eating the foods that are good for us? Cause even though something is good for everybody might not be good for you at the moment. Uh, same with kind of supplements. So I kind of got into that and it was really awesome helping my clients just feel better, uh, kind of get their, you know, uh, health under, under control somewhat. And then again, uh, a couple of years went by and I'm like, there's, there's more. <laughs> and so I got into more of the spiritual realm of things, which was the, the energies, the chakras, you know, everything kind of that surrounds us and how, the people around us have an effect on our energetical body, but also physical body and how to clear that and how to set up energetical boundaries. Um, so that was really fascinating and really cool how this world that we don't even see and aren't even aware is there and is has a huge effect on us. Uh, then, like I said, my journey just kind of keeps taking me on all these different spots. Um, then I realized how much of our inner child and you know childhood trauma has an impact on us and um how these emotions get stored in our bodies you know lewis hay kind of talks about that uh in the book heal your own body where there's certain emotions that get stuck in certain organs or certain body parts um like angers get stored in the liver and fear gets stored in the kidneys and you know things like that and looking peeling back the layers with people it started to make sense that you know there was some anger issues and they had you know liver um problems not necessarily you know anything huge but to just kind of some kind of um 
misalignment, so, so to speak, of, you know, of, of a certain area of the body. And so then that led me to my last kind of uh, little thing that I found out is our mindset, right? Because trauma isn't really what happens to you, but trauma is how you respond to something, which, you know, kind of ties everything together. It's that mind-body-spirit connection because it all starts with our thoughts. Um, you know, if we're constantly thinking that we're stressed, that, you know, we're stupid or we're sick, it's going to have a huge impact on our physical body and, you know, our day-to-day -day life because we're just going to project that into, into our world. So getting that in check, getting our thoughts aligned with what we really want uh, and then taking care of, like I said, not only the physical things and what we eat and working out, but also, you know, the, the mental aspect of it all. So I, like I said, I am a very firm believer in checking all the boxes and working on all the categories, because I don't think trying to get healthy, even if you don't have, you know, uh, like a chronic disease or anything, but just upping mm -hmm. your health, uh, it's all, you know, you have to look on all the, all the levels because you can't just do one without the other. If you're eating super healthy, but you're in a toxic relationship or a toxic environment and constantly being down on yourself and, you know, constantly stressed and, and all that, your body isn't going to respond to that, you know, those salads every day. It's just, it's not going to. Um, so that's kind of my story. And I'm, I have, uh, help myself um, kind of become a, you know, healthier person in, in all these categories. It's obviously a work in progress as always. Um, <laughs> but that's why I'm so passionate about helping others because I know it is possible. So. So tell me, how do you now in your current practice, how do you help people? What types of programs do you offer? And how do you integrate all of that, the mind, body, and soul? Because you're absolutely right. And I had a friend of mine, actually, you know, her husband was going through some uh, cancer treatments and when he would, he would be okay, you know, he would be feeling okay in the morning and he would, they would go to their, his doctor visit and the doctor would tell him, you know, oh, his numbers dropped a little bit or whatever, you know, and he would come home yeah. and he would feel sick. All, you know, he would go from feeling okay, okay for the, you know, as it yeah. is. And then go hear that negative, anything, the slightest thing negative, and he would come home and actually be physically sick. So yeah. just hearing it was so powerful. So yeah, you're absolutely right. So I don't even, I don't know if you know, uh, but I think it's, pretty sure it's in Japan. It's somewhere in Asia where actually uh, a lot of times if an, like an elderly person is diagnosed with cancer or any kind of chronic disease they actually don't tell them uh mm. and they tell they say that they actually live longer you know they'll give them some kind of meds and supplements to kind of help with you know their pain and, and and aches but they're saying those people not knowing and actually makes them live longer because a lot of times it's that like you're saying it's that fear is that worry is that stress that comes with a disease or a label of a disease right. that gets to us rather than the actual disease well, and then another thing that re relates to the physical part of it, I remember when I was after my divorce and I was, you know, 
trying to go through kind of like you said, rediscovering myself and he, learning about chakras. And I'm like, I'm 40 something and I don't know anything about these things, you know, <laughs> learning all these things as you go through life and you're like, wow, this is interesting, but it's all starts to make sense. Right. And I remember going to a yoga class and they were focusing on the hips and they were saying the teacher said, you know, your emotion, you're like your pains and all that gets stuck. I don't know if you've heard this, that your pain gets stuck in your hips. And they were, she was focusing that whole class on releasing tension or whatever in your hips. And I did, and my hips are, I have a problem with my back. So my hips are not very flexible to begin with. So, you know, even sitting that way is, is painful, but I, I did it. I did the class and I cried like a baby after like just out of nowhere, I just started bawling and it was that release of, of emotions. But anyway, yeah. uh, aside from that, tell people <laughs> how, what do you do to help them and get those three things all together? Yeah. Um, so I work with, um, when I see clients in person, um, then I, uh, I kind of incorporate, like I said, I incorporate a little bit of a massage and like the IMT and um, which is the integrative manual therapy, as well as like the psyche. So I kind of combine everything, but mm -hmm. I can also do it virtually, uh, which looks obviously no massage part, <laughs> right? unfortunately, um, but I use um, body code or emotion code um, and look at what uh, like what emotions are stuck and what misalignments um, are happening in people. And I can do it virtually because um, I can connect with somebody's energy and mm. just um, it's kind of like I take on their energy and then I get in tuned with what is happening. And then I do a lot of things with muscle testing. So then I'll muscle test my own body mm. as if it was there, uh, theirs. Uh, and um and, you know, get all the answers that I need. So, yeah, I definitely work with, you know, kind of, like I said, mind, body, spirit. And I'm actually um, currently working on developing a six-week intensive program for people that want to, you know, kind of take that first leap um, towards something, you know, whether they don't want know where to start or they're kind of starting but not sure which direction to go. And it's, uh, like I said, it's six-week intensive meeting twice a week. And it's going to be a lot of education, a lot of empowering, because my goal at the end of it is that people will feel so empowered that they will know kind of what to do, which direction to take and how to listen to their body and get those, uh, you know, that negative mind chatter and those limiting beliefs mm. down and get their body, you know, to to communicate with them better and for them to listen to it better. So... So do you find that people that come to you, do they need like a number of sessions or how do they know where to begin? Or do you just do that in your you know, consultation with them and figure out what they need to focus on more? Or what do you think, what do you, I guess what I'm asking is what do you, what do you look at first? What's the first thing you do with a client to determine what they need? Well, first it's just a conversation. It's like, okay, where where you are at right now and where do you want to go right where do you want to be like what what are our goals because okay you can see changes within one session but is it like 
one session, you know, is, is going to give you a little bit of, you know, relief or, you know, and a little bit of change, but is it, where, do, where do you want to take this? Right? Like, are you just looking for a little bit of a relief or are you looking for like a kind of lifetime change? Right? So I would say usually within three to five sessions, um, is enough for people to be like, okay, like I know kind of what road I am. I have, you know, kind of, I do a lot of stuff with like meal plans and supplements. Um, and just kind of, like I said, I'm all about educating and empowering people. Right. So I want to guide you which road to take and, um, and it's a process. Right. And it's all about what people do. Right. Like I'm here just to kind of guide you. It's not, what I do, it's what you're doing, right? So the times where we're not meeting, what are you following through with your diet? Are you following through with, you know, journaling or whatever other exercises that, you know, were given to you for that week or two? Um, and, and, and it's like, nobody's the same, right? Nobody's no, there's no. no one size fits all thing. Like you, you and I were talking before the show, it's, you know, what, what works for you may not work for me. You know, exactly. so it really is a personal journey. And it's funny when you were talking about your your way through this, you know, getting here, right? It's a road. That's why I yep. call this show Road Trip to Bliss because it's it's a road trip and yep. it never ends, you know. And I think that's another misconception a lot of people have. And I'm, I'm, I have a feeling you believe this, too, that there's no it. There's no I got here and I'm cured and I'm healthy and I've reached no. the top, right? It's always, I think that's where a lot of disappointment comes in with people. It's, they think that they're going to reach this level of I'm here. Yeah. And then it just, that doesn't happen. Well, <laughs> I feel like, because that's what we're taught, right? We're not taught to enjoy the journey. We're right. taught to get to this goal and then be happy. No, right. happiness right health it all comes with the journey it's a learning process i mean i'm still constantly learning about my own body and about clients body you know people will ask me questions and i'm like i don't know but let's let's find out together let's you know dig in and see see what happens um and like i saying, everyone's different so you know even for my sessions i don't ever prepare ahead of time because each session is different and each client is different so i i don't know what we're going to work on sometimes you know, people are like, well, this is what I want to tackle, but their body's like, no, we need something else to focus on right now. Mm. It's not up to us. It's about up to your body, what, what it needs. Right. Um, and, and yeah, just you, listening to it. Were you always doing virtual or is that something that you've had to adjust to with, with, yeah, uh, adjusting, adjusting to it. yeah, yeah, adjusting <laughs> to it. Like I said, I do a lot of, you know, uh, one-on-one in person, um, but yeah, definitely adjusting and, um, and trying to make it work. But honestly, I kind of like it because I realized that opening up to doing it online opens up the whole world. And I, I love to travel and I love to meet, excuse me, love to meet people from all around the world. So this just works out. <laughs> it works out, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting that things that we didn't think we could do, you know, at online and virtually are now just yeah. a way of life right so things yeah. can change and I think that's another important factor is I also think people believe that they're going to obtain this level of spirituality physical fitness whatever it is and then my life's not going to have any more problems 
right? It does not work. Unless you're dead. (laughs) I'm sorry. It doesn't work. You know, we're constantly evolving. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly changing. I don't know if you felt, you know, the shift in the earth the last week. It's been insane and intense. And, you know, people have been kind of coming down with some colds and just having headaches and muscle aches. And it's like that your body needs to adjust your physical and spiritual and emotional body needs to adjust to that. And you need to listen to what's, you know, we're here, we're part of everything else. So you, you can't, you can't just be like, I'm just going to be, you know, one. And then that's it. No, we're, what's the quote? Like the only thing that's constant is change. Right. Right. Exactly. And that's what we need to tune into. And yeah, I don't believe there is this, you know, I sometimes meet people like I'm enlightened and I know and I'm like (laughs) oh gosh no I don't believe that because you know people will ask me like oh you know so much and I'm like I feel like I don't know anything right (laughs) it's true it's so true and I think a lot of people like we talked as well before the show is people think well I'm not there yet you know so I it's kind of like cleaning the house for the cleaning lady or you know getting losing weight before you start going to the gym it's like if I do this and then I can do that right and that's where people I think get tripped up too is well she knows everything she knows all this stuff but it's Uh I'm like you I feel like a baby sometimes like I'm just learning things just and but it's that's the beauty of it right is that's the beauty of the trip is enjoying the ride you know speaking of babies i feel like we need to actually tune into the young ones you know the kids and like listen to them because they're so much more in tune with things and so much more aware of certain things that we you know we get caught up with life and we just don't pay attention to things but you know i have my two little nephews and sometimes i'm just in awe of the things that they say and the things that they do and it's just like where did you, when did you get so smart? Like, you know, when they know to like, just stop and appreciate things and right. just the way of thinking, it's not, it doesn't have all that programming yet, exactly. you know, and it's just like, oh my gosh. So yeah, definitely listen to your kids and like, you know, the wisdom that they have, like pay attention to that. Cause there's a lot to be learned from that. And you mentioned, um, when we were talking before too about inner child, which is something I I'm very interested in. And can you talk a little bit about that in how you incorporate that into your practice? So a lot, so that actually, I didn't study it. It just kind of something that came to me um, was a lot of times when I was tapping into clients and they're like, Oh, you know, I have this physical issue or, you know, this is what's going on or just even energetical clearing. I would get either messages or ages or situations or people would pop into my head, um, just kind of like a download. Mm. And I would ask people, I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm getting, but I'm getting, let's say like age five, a male, some kind of trauma. And like, this is the emotion that's coming with it. And I'm like, I don't, it means nothing to me, obviously. And people will start like, oh my gosh, yeah, now that you mention it, I remember, so, you know, this and this happened. And I was like, all right, so let's release that, right? So like, mm. just start, kind of start playing with more and more. And like I said, again, I use a lot of muscle testing. So I'll muscle test clients. Like, you know, is there 
like a, you know, an event from childhood that needs to be released? Are there emotions that are trapped with it? You know, what are emotions? Like, does it involve anybody? And, you know, kind of doing that and then balancing out the brain um, with psyche. So that's another piece that I do, uh, balancing out the brain so it doesn't recognize it as trauma anymore, mm. but neutralizing it so that it's just an event rather than something traumatic that happened to us. And how do you do that? How do you do that? And how do you do the muscle testing too? I'm really curious. <laughs> so muscle testing, um, it's a lot of, like, there's all different ways you can do like a pendulum, you know, you can, um, uh, do all types. One that is super known is like, you can put your arm out or you mm -hmm. can put your finger out and you can say, you know, like I would say, my name is Anya. And then you press and it stays, you know, one way and then if you and you're keeping you're keeping it um not super tense but you know just keeping it straight resisting but not super hard mm -hmm. but if i say my name is lisa the resistance it's a lot harder to resist and i'm i'm this finger stays you know the same way like the same strength uh but when you say something that isn't true for you your body responds the nervous system mm -hmm. responds and it just kind of shuts down and that you get a weak response. And when it's true, you get a strong response. Oh, wow. So I thought that's it works what you were talking anything. about. Okay. So, I, I said, I thought that's what you were talking about. Cause my Reiki master that did sessions on me, she did that to me one time in a class with another, we were doing a, like a little training with her. And then she did that. And I was like, a blown Another time, my mind was like, whoa. And so I was wondering yeah. if that's what you were talking about. That's so fascinating. Yeah, and there's different different types. Some people do like the circle and then like the finger, whether it goes through this finger or like mm -hmm. pressing on the arm. So there's all different types of techniques to, to muscle test. Um, but yeah, it's a way to communicate with the body, right? Because mm -hmm. sometimes, I mean, I've worked with clients where they don't have memories of abuse, but there's clearly been something where, you know, where we talk about it or we're starting releasing their body, you know, starts shaking or they start crying and they're like, I, I don't remember anything, but there's been something. Right. So the body remembers our, you know, our cells remember, but sometimes because it's so traumatic, our brain blocks it out because it's just too much and we can still clear it. We don't have to remember it. So. And how do you, how do you teach the, the other thing you were talking about where it just becomes an event and not like a traumatic so that that is a session that that i can't teach people to do on their own but that is something that you know during a session will neutralize will do a balance um with somebody i put them in a certain position and it helps mm. neutralize it it helps your right and left brain communicate so that a lot of times that's what happens in traumatic events is your either your logical brain or your emotional brain kind of gets thrown off and you know sometimes we'll like well logically this makes sense and this <laughs> is how it should be and emotionally you're like this doesn't make sense right right, right <laughs> and we right. get so emotional over some things and this helps kind of get them talking together and it's like oh okay like i don't have to be so emotional and you know like mm -hmm. or over analyzing it like logically and it also helps with the conscious and subconscious subconscious talk as well so that everything's on the on the same page it's like okay we're safe like we don't no longer have to relive that trauma right or 
uh, live in that that past moment because that's what right. happened. Right, exactly. That's funny you mentioned that too about the subconscious because I remember years ago being in a, a, a seminar and this guy talking about subconscious and what stuck out to me was him saying that when you go see a scary movie and your body responds, even though you know it's a scary movie, you know it's not real, but you you jump when yep. you know the monster pops out, and it's like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, and and that well, that's the scary part, and also the beauty of our mind, right? right. That, like, <laughs> because our mind doesn't know what's real, and that's why, you know visualizations and all that works so like i'll you know i'll take my clients sometimes through like a meditation where you know i'll have them lay down close their eyes and you know go back you know to that event let's say and picture it but we're going to change it right mm. to something else because you're, you're like i said your brain doesn't know what's real or not so this is why you know we're so easily programmed so it matters this the things we watch the things we listen to the people we surround ourselves with, right? Because it all makes an impact because your brain doesn't know. Same as like, it, it doesn't understand the word no. So if you're constantly saying, I don't want to be sick, all your brain hears, your subconscious hears is sick. Right, right. So you're, you're fo your body's focusing on the sick part. Say, right. I'm healthy or I want to be healthy rather than I don't want to be sick. You know, right. so the words that we speak are are very, very powerful. And like I said, the, the things that we, we think and, you know, the affirmations and the visualizations are awesome. But then it also comes with all this programming because you can have all these, you know, you can think, oh, my gosh, like I'm, I'm healthy and, you know, all that <laughs> and I'm rich and all that. But if you have sub subconscious programming of. I'm not worthy of it, or I don't deserve, or it's not safe. Sometimes it's, you know, people don't feel yeah. safe, you know, uh, to, for that. Or like, I'm, you know, I want to be in this victim mentality because then, you know, my husband takes care of me or my wife takes care mm. of me or, you know, whatever the case is, then you're not going to get out of it, even though you can be saying over and over these affirmations. So affirmations are great, but they only work on the conscious brain and you really need to get right. down to the subconscious to reprogram it, clean the virus out, and then you can input <laughs> the new programming. We're just like a computer. <laughs> right. And that's funny because it's funny you say that too, because I also am a believer and I'm sure you're like me. This just comes as you're growing down this path. Yeah. You, you stumble upon these things and you hear these things and you're like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. Right. Because this is stuff I've accumulated over the last several years. This isn't something you just learn in a course, right? Oh, of and course. I remember too, you know, thinking to myself, if you're seeking things, you'll find them. I'm a firm believer in not no coincidences, right? Yeah. That nothing is a coincidence that you're you're whoever's watching this video, whoever's listening to this podcast is meant to hear this. It's meant to see it, right? Do you yeah. feel the same way that as you trust, which is hard for a lot of us, but as you trust the journey that other things start coming your way that you need, that you didn't know yeah, you needed? You, you aligned with the universal flow, right? And then 
it's like you know you start seeing the 11 11s and mm -hmm. like all the line numbers oh right <laughs> you know what i'm talking about <laughs> my daughter's going through that and she's like why am i seeing all these numbers <laughs> it's, it's true though right I'm telling you that it's got your back that you're right on the right path right like i'll see yeah i'll see different animals and sometimes i'll just look it up like you know what is the spirit animal of this right and like what's the meaning but but it's nice to have that support, right? It's nice to know that one, you're not alone in the world and that there's just some kind of higher power that is kind of watching over you, right? Like it gives me comfort. Right, it does. It definitely does. And I think the hardest part, or what do you think, if you agree that the hardest part is for us to trust, trust yeah. ourselves, trust other people, trust the universe, yeah. right? I think that's yeah. the hardest part is, the trust well again it goes back to our programming so um i'm actually was going to make a video on this on my my youtube channel but i'll i'll share it here too <laughs> so my little nephew uh was recently my grandparents were watching him and my nephews are raised totally different than than we were but he fell off his bike and you know not crying but just like oh it hurts like he didn't want to get up right away and my grandpa's like it's fine. Just walk it off. And my nephew's like, no, but it hurts. And my grandpa's like, you're okay. Like you, you're going to live. And he's like, you know, he was so taken back by my grandpa finally gets up and gets going. And then that night he tells my sister, like, how can grandpa tell me it doesn't hurt? He doesn't know my body. And she's like, you're right. And think about in your childhood, how many times you were told stop mm. crying you you know oh, it yeah. doesn't hurt it you know whatever so as a kid you're being told your feelings aren't valid mm. what you're feeling isn't real like i oh, know yeah. better than you do so what over time wouldn't that make it question your own self-worth and our own thoughts like am i really feeling this my whole life everybody's told me that what i'm feeling isn't real so are my feelings real and valid? Hmm. Right? Wow. <laughs> I know. Very true. Poor another mind, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, imagine. Imagine how many times. And it's not just, I always tell people, too, it's not just your parents. You know, it's no. a teacher. It's a kid at school. Kids are freaking mean. Can you imagine like what kids, if you think back to what I was bullied horribly as a child. And I, I, I know the pain. I know a lot of my pain comes from that. So yeah. we automatically think, oh, my childhood traumas or whatever came from my parents, but it doesn't have to be a parent. It could be a, a teacher, another kid, a sibling, right? Yeah. A friend, a so-called friend. <laughs> yeah well, you but, know but when you're young all you want is love and acceptance i mean even when you're older that's all we want right we want right. love and acceptance and when you don't get that it's like you start questioning like well what's wrong with me mm. why why does why am i not worthy of love being loved and accepted right 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 that's so and true. and then you all the all those doubts and all these programming start you know developing and it's that it's just a rabbit hole of, of things so like i said that's I've worked a lot with that on my own. Uh, I had, you know, 
this programming of just not being good enough for for people and you know for circumstances and it just kept showing up because that's what happens mm -hmm. once you have certain programming it will show up and you know it's going to wear different masks and different characters are going to show it to you <laughs> but it's just going to keep showing up and i've done a lot of work and it still shows up here and there it's nowhere near as devastating to me or you know i recognize it now for what it is and i'm just like oh, okay maybe i need to tweak some things inside of me uh but yeah that was that was my story it's like th that i'm just not good enough you know um for for other people you know in relationships for certain jobs you know for whatever it is and i'm just like nope i'm i'm done with that like i i'm breaking up with that belief because <laughs> it is not serving me and it's not serving right. anybody else right because that's the thing with limiting beliefs. You're holding yourself back from being your best self. And I feel like we are all here put on this earth with a purpose, whatever it is. We all have bright shining lights within us and we need mm. to go and shine them into the world. Right. And if you're stopping that, you're doing the service to everybody else who is supposed to see that light like on your path. It's true. So it's, it's, true. it's not, it's, kind of taking yourself out of the equation like i'm here as a tool from the universe to help all these people and that's what i believe in same with you you know you're doing amazing work and you're sharing your story and you're you know helping other people share their story and that's your gift and you know whatever other gifts you have and if you weren't here those people that are going to watch this would have not watched it and would have not gotten their lives changed right and I always say that's that's why I'm here is because I've had this pulling to do this, you know, over and like you said, it's not just the bad things that face you. Sometimes it's the good things that are knocking on your door and you're just like, I don't have time for you right now. <laughs> right. I'm busy. I'm busy doing my life. And that's what's happened here for me. It was the same thing. And I'm sure you've had that, too. You've had struggles with your what you practice right is I'm not good enough to do it I'm you know never gonna have enough clients or whatever it is you know yeah. but you you can't get rid of that inside feeling that this yeah. is what I should be doing right this is the excitement right it's like somebody lights a fire in you and you're like oh my gosh you can't you can't shut it down right right and if if one person you know and like tonight talking to you I've learned a couple of things you know and we never stop learning. You can never stop learning. And if one person yeah. hears one word or one sentence and it changes their life, then, then that's our purpose. But it was worth it, <laughs> right? It, then it was worth it. Just even for that one person, it was worth the time I, that we put into this. I have to say one thing that held me back, I don't know about you, but for a long time was, well, if I'm not on a, a stage with 20,000 people in an auditorium speaking, then I can't be making a difference. So why bother, you know? But it's that ripple effect, right? That little pebble that turns into <laughs> an avalanche later on. <laughs> right, exactly. So what? what's your future? You talked about your six-week program that you're planning on. What else do you have planning on here in the future? Uh, honestly, I just want to get my name out there. I want to, it's not even for me, but like I said, I just, I love what I do and I know it can help so many people. So I just, I want to help more people and, you know, do that because I, I feel like everybody needs it, especially now with all these changes happening and 
kind of, you know, people are starting to realize that like the healthcare system isn't really for their benefit and that they need to take their health into their own hands. And by no means I'm, you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't diagnose people or anything like this. Right. And I don't, and I don't want to, like, I just want yeah. to empower people and educate. And so honestly, that's, that's my, my goal. And that's my purpose is just to educate and empower as many people as I can awesome. and have fun while doing it because I, I love doing it. I, I love meeting people and getting to know their stories because everyone is so amazingly unique. And, and do you find that, I'm sure you find that when people finish a session or, you know, even ex talk to you or whatever, they're probably more impacted than they thought they would be, right? Yeah. Like more wowed at the end than they thought, yeah. right? They yeah. probably were skeptical going in, like nothing's going to really happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people, you know... Uh, laugh that you know a lot of sessions like you know people will cry and it's like like I didn't know this was a crying session like I'm like well it's not up to me it's just you know stuff gets released and you know so yeah some of my clients like oh what does Anya do oh Anya makes people cry <laughs> like please, please don't sell it like that that is not my selling point <laughs> well it's like I tell people the first time I had Reiki many many years ago in 2008 or nine and after that I lost my job I went through a divorce start you know found myself going in yeah. the beginning process of a divorce and and then people are like well why would I want to do that then but you know here we are 13 years later and I can tell you it's exactly what had to happen it was yeah. what needed to happen at that time and it just blew open the doors to oh this to this yeah. road of self-discovery that I would have never yeah. ever even gotten on if I, that those things hadn't happened so and that's beautiful and that's the power of surrendering to the higher power right, right. to surrender to to life and what's to come because we're so focused sometimes on wanting to control and this is how I want my life to look like and be and life's like no but you deserve so <laughs> much better there's so much more you know you're playing it small but we're so right. focused and we're like, nope, I'm going to, you know, so life will, you know, throw you pebbles and you don't trip and then it's going to throw stones and then it's just going to smack you upside the head. And it's like, <laughs> wake up because this, you need to redirect. Right? <laughs> At exactly. least that's my journey. I don't know if that's been your journey, but sometimes oh. when I don't listen, just life is just, you know, hardcore. hundred percent. hundred smack you upside the head bricks fall on your head whatever it takes to get your attention you know i yeah, call them the, the big potholes like tragedies right like right? something like you're saying like i a couple years ago i went through a horrible depression where honestly it was a year of just me not wanting to get out of bed and mm. i mean thank god for my family and you know friends because every day was pretty much a struggle of like okay i'm today my focus is not to commit suicide like that was that, like that's how bad it was um but I feel like I needed to go through that you know I can I can help people now I can understand you know what what that's like and and that there is like you know the other side of it right mm. that like there is hope at the end of the tunnel type of thing well that's funny you mentioned that too because I have um I've suffered from depression. I was on medication for many years and I went through my divorce and all that. And I didn't have insurance. 
for a little bit of time and yeah. I had to, could not get my medication. And so I had to go through this whole, the worst time of my life. I had to go through without medication and I got out of it and I have never been on medication since. I'm not yeah. saying that's for everyone because if you need yeah. it, you need it. I am exactly. not, there's no shame in that at all. It's like you do what you got to do. But like you, I went through those times of darkness that were really, really tough. And my best friend, my business partner that I, I worked with for many years, she she understood, you know, she had her brother dealt with depression and she kind of understood, but I could tell she really didn't get it because she never had gone through it herself. Yeah. And at a time during the pandemic, she went through some hardships of her own and she went through a very bad depression, like you talked about. And we caught up again recently and she told me, I never understood what you were talking about. Like I tried, I really tried to understand your pain. I tried to understand what it meant because I would explain to her, I don't want to get out of bed. I just, it's, it's, just, I would try and like give her like the juicy details of what it's like. And she just was like, I, I understand I'm empathetic or sympathetic, but I, I don't know what you mean. Like I'd never been there and it's truly not until you've been there that you understand that pain and that, that and darkness, even you know, to a certain level, but everyone's so different, right? Like you, we could be going through the same thing, but you know, you're going to respond differently and I'm going to respond differently. So, you know, it's like, it yeah, definitely helps when somebody has been through something similar because they can understand on a deeper level, but it's still a, such a very personalized, mm -hmm. you know, thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you were saying like with, you know, what happened and uh, not having insurance, I I'm a firm believer that life throws at you everything that you can handle. Right. So it's like, <laughs> maybe you know it was just trying to show you that you were a lot stronger than you thought you were and that's why I got right? you through that <laughs> yeah absolutely but again what does that go back to it goes back to the trust you know I you think it's a trauma or you think it's a tragedy at the time and it may be I'm not minimizing oh yeah tragedies in in our lives you know they, they happen uh, but it's how to bounce back and how to get through those times that and finding the silver lining and, finding it, right? the silver liner, and right. like, even if maybe if there's not a silver lining, but like, how can I be a better person from this situation? Right. Because right. sometimes, you know, I've had clients that have lost their kids, right. you know, which I'm not saying there's a silver lining to that, that, you know, obviously I have not gone through it. I don't know what it's like, but maybe you know you going through it maybe you can help other parents go through that you know and be a support system or you know whatever like i don't know i think that there's you know there's others there's another side to everything and i feel like you know once you go through it you can definitely help others and and just come out of it you know a, a stronger person Especially, right and i i agree with you there are times there are things in life like you said you know you lose a child or whatever my sister lost her child i can't relate to that i can't understand it but you know like you said what can you take from it because unfortunately life is going to happen and like yeah. we talked about before you know a lot of people think well i'm going to i'm going to reach this level and then i'm not never going to have problems and life is going to 
throw us some curveballs yep. either way. Yep. So it's being as strong as you can be to get through those those tough times because they are going to happen. They are going to happen. And yeah. we just can't control what is going to happen around us. And it's it's having that that strength, that resilience to life as it punches us <laughs> in the face sometimes, you know, to get through Start it. And, dodging, right? Uh, right. And ultimately to help others though, because I think yeah. that there's, that's the beauty in that is being able to help someone else that you can, you know, reach a re- reach behind you and say, Hey, I, I got, I come with me. I know the way I've been there and I can help you. And that's the circle of life, right? Is exactly exactly just helping helping others and you know seeing seeing the power in that because it it does help you know it's like you're you know you're saying with your friend it if you know that somebody went through something similar that you did you automatically feel connected right Correct. like oh my gosh you actually understand a little bit of what it's like so it helps that person because if somebody doesn't know what you went through i mean they can be sympathetic with you but you're still missing that connection right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah when I was going through my divorce I reluctantly went to a divorce group through my church at the time and I did not want to go to a group I didn't believe I thought they were stupid I thought they were useless I didn't understand why do I want other people to know the crap I'm feeling like you know and the funny thing is that when I went and you know we had some obviously some leaders of the group and I remember saying to them like we talked about earlier you know they were they were on the other side right and so they would talk and I'd be like but you don't understand in my head I would say you're talking but I'm not listening because you don't know my pain is different than your pain okay what I'm feeling is not what you're too happy and you've moved on and all that that good for you but (laughs) but I couldn't I just couldn't grasp it. You know what I mean? And then I went through the program and you hear things and it kind of some sticks, some doesn't. But then as years go by and I would be, I would think of something and I would reflect back to that episode that they showed us, you know, and I'd be like, oh, okay. It was like a little lifeline, right? (laughs) And then years later, I led the group for many years. Wow. And what a difference that was, right? <laughs> and now you're, I was helping other people. And it wasn't until one of the ladies came up to me and was literally in tears after one of our sessions. And she's like, you've changed my life. I can't thank you enough. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like, wow. And then I saw the whole picture of where I came from, what I went through, my yeah. silly thoughts at the time, and how it all has to it all has to connect and we have to be open to it for it to feel exactly. right to feel it. So yeah. Thank for you. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. No problem. So what's your definition of bliss? <laughs> like bliss is, is that, that sweet spot in life, right? <laughs> like to me, that's what it is. Like it's being grateful and being content Mm-hmm. Um. yeah with with whatever's happening I think you know to me gratitude is such a big part of of life and I know I take things for granted and I you know I sometimes forget to be grateful Um. Mm-hmm. 
but that's you know I think that's what bliss is like appreciating the things that you have and being able to put yourself in that mindset because again it's all about mindset right yeah. like you can have a mansion and you can have you know the best marriage and you know all the things uh that people would wish for but you can still be depressed and not happy and you know feeling you know whatever kind of feelings and you could be somebody who has nothing right. and feel like the happiest and luckiest person in the world so yeah i think bliss mm -hmm. is one it's a state of mind but yeah it's a state of mind where it's just like i'm happy i'm content and yeah just it feels good <laughs> it feels right? warm like it's like a <laughs> ring of sunshine in a cloudy day <laughs> i love that thank you <laughs> Um, so how can people reach you? Of course, I'm going to put it in the the description wherever I can on this episode on YouTube and on our podcast. But how can people reach Anya? Uh, so you can reach me through Instagram, YouTube, or just go on my web website. And they're all the same. It's intuitive Anya Markevich. I'm going to spell my name. It's A-N-I-A-M-A-R-K-I-E. W-I-C-Z. I know it's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank uh, I will have it somewhere written down. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, my website's up. Like I said, I'm uh, starting to put more videos up on YouTube because I want to share my experience in my life and the things that I know with other people. Again, I want to educate and touch as many people as you know possible with, with my knowledge. Um, and I always post stuff on, on Instagram and, you know, just kind of, getting uh, people inspired and you know having them look at life in a little uh bit of a different light so awesome awesome yeah well Anya thank you so much this has been a pleasure to talk to you, thank you. to get to know you and I've learned some things <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that's awesome which is the the beauty of all of this right so thank you so much and hopefully this will be the last time I know. I, I hope so. It was, it was so nice meeting you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, Anya. All right. Thank you guys for watching or listening. And until next time, thank you.